Hey guys, welcome back to the Scott's Morning Show. It is Saturday, December 15th, 2018, and today, oh, as I choke on it, is International Tea Day, so go out and have some tea, man. I've always liked tea. Um, You know, I'm drinking my Kratom tea all day today. It's all day every day, but who cares? Uh, Maybe I will have some kava tea, too. If you've ever had kava... um, A lot of people don't like it, but the people who do like it, like it a lot. And I've met other people who drink it. So kava is a root, right? You grind up this root and um, you, you have to like steep it. You work it, knead it into the water through like, not cheesecloth, but I have these special strainer bags, right? And you're basically drinking dirt, man. I mean, you're basically fucking drinking dirt, but uh... I don't know how to explain the the high you get off of it is totally different. A lot of people I've talked to that drink it drink like one or two cups. And it's funny because I was on the forum. I drink this shit till I puke. If my buddy John's listening, he knows we drink it all the time like once a week until we were fucking puking sick as shit. But you get the nice little buzz, right? So you're just like... like fucking sitting there, I don't know, man, like, uh, what I really like is I'll down, like, two cups right away, and then the first one that hits you, the first feeling, it's amazing, you're just, like, sitting there, and all of a sudden, your head starts to go fuzzy, like, you're gonna pass out, and you're just, like, super fucking mellow all of a sudden, and that, to me, like, I, I don't know, I love that feeling, my buddy John likes it, too, my wife, She's the exact opposite of me, of me when it comes to anything. Like, Vicodin, she's a zombie. I'm, like, fucking bebopping around, tweaking with my eyes closed. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy as shit off low doses of Vicodin. But she's just, like, like a zombie. Like, she blacks, doesn't remember shit, and it's just, like, really mellow. And to me, I'm, like, fucking uh, going, man. I'm just, like, I got a dopamine flush. I'm having a good time. I'm having fun. I fucking love the world when I take Vicodin. For me, I'm like a zombie when I take this Kava Kava, and she gets, like, anxiety. She's, like, fucking, I don't know, like, her heart starts racing, and she doesn't like it at all. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Kava is definitely a fun one to try. You have to get the root. If you get the extract, you'll get, like, a mild little buzz, and it's okay. It's not very noticeable. You know, even if you drink quite a lot, you'll just get this weird head change. But uh, if you get the tea and you make it, there's plenty of videos out there on how to make it. The shit is really good. You have to drink an ass ton. And when I was first drinking this shit, um, I went on to a, I went on to this forum and I was like, like learning about it. And I'd already drank it. I was drinking the shit till I puked. And, uh... Everyone there was talking about how they liked the taste of this shit. This shit is fucking horrible. Once you start drinking it, like, you've drank it four or five times and puked off of it, the smell of the shit just makes you want to fucking puke, dude. It is god-awful. So you know these people, you know, they say they drink one or two coconut shells and 
Like, it's a nice, relaxing... They don't fucking feel shit. They're trying to be all cool because they drink some weird fucking tropical island drink. But there was another guy on this forum, right? And he was like, you guys are full of shit, dude. I drink like six to eight cups of this shit and I'm puking my brains out and I fucking do it every day and I don't know why. And it's like I could finally, you know, relate to somebody who had the, the similar experience as me. And, uh... It's the same thing with, with Kratom, like, there are a lot of people that say, I've been drinking Kratom every day, and you can just come off of it like nothing, it's, you know, it's great, there's no addiction, there's no, that's fucking bullshit, dude, I've been drinking this shit for five years every fucking day, and every morning when I wake up, I feel like death, I'm fucking, like, I got the flu, And it's just, if I go longer without it, like, it's fucking horrible. Like, it's, it's, you definitely get addicted to Kratom. So watch that shit out. And that's another one, like, Kratom to me is the exact, it's almost exactly the same as low doses of Vicodin. I mean, you can take, you know, it's like, like one spoonful of Kratom when you first start is probably the equivalent to, like, 1500, 2000 milligrams of like Watson's or Vicodin, whatever you're taking. So like, I don't know, probably like 15 to 20 milligrams of codeine. It's very similar. It's fucking, I get a dopamine flush and I'm bebopping around. Now I just take it every day and every once in a while I get a little buzz, but uh, yeah, it's not the same. My dopamines are reliant on the shit, so I get a a normal dopamine release as I take it throughout the day, um, but my wife, she gets, like, anxiety, like, the same thing she gets from, uh, Kava Kava, her heart starts racing, and she fucking does not like it, so, um, but yeah, don't buy into this shit, dude, like, with all these different things, I've went on the internet, YouTube, and you get all these people who've probably done it like three or four times in super low doses, and they're trying to tell you how the shit is, they're, they're all full of fucking shit, they're all fucking full of shit, it might not be addictive to some people, I guess, I had a buddy who smoked every day with me for a year, smoked cigarettes, not like with me, but he was smoking a pack a day every day, and he did it for about a year, and then one day he just stopped, he had no fucking no addiction, nothing, he didn't, like, didn't even bother him, but for me, it's a huge fucking deal, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth trying some of these teas, go out there and do it, there's also another thing called Kana, I think, um, then you got, like, Wormwoods, and, I mean, Blue Lotus, um, Blue Lotus I take with my Kratom, I've never actually taken it by itself, so I don't know if that should, I know it's, that's like an M- MEOA inhibitor inhibitor or some shit. I don't know how that shit works, but it's tea day today. Go out and have some fucking tea. Go have some opium tea or some marijuana tea or some sort of good tea. But uh, yeah, I like even regular teas like uh, like uh, what the fuck um, chai tea. That shit's good. I remember when I was a plumber, this Indian dude. We were at his house and he gave me some tea. And it tasted exactly like this shit I used to get from a Chinese restaurant. It's like the best tasting drink I've ever had in my fucking life. 
but I have no idea what it is. It's probably just regular tea with a pound of sugar in it, and I think it's fucking amazing, but, uh, yeah, tea day, man, go have some fucking tea, no coffee today, coffee's for suckers, go have some yerba mate, that shit'll do just as good as your coffee, uh, let's get into some birthdays here, I talked eight minutes about a bunch of shit people probably don't care about, uh, first up, we've got Melanie Chertoff, turning 68, she played the voice of D.D. Pickles, in like every Rugrats thing ever created, the movies, guest appearances, the TV show, it's turning 68 today, Dee Dee Pickles. Next up, we got Helen Slater turning 55. She played Bonnie, Bonnie in City Slickers. That was a funny movie, man. They had some pretty damn good movies in the late 80s, early 90s, you know, and uh, some of them don't get, get the credit because the quality is so crazy, but City Slickers... That was a solid fucking movie, dude. Um, she also did Martha Kent in DC Superhero Girls. She did the voice of Talia Agul in the Batman the Animated Series, so she had a recurring role in that. Um, and uh, she's been in a shitload of one-offs. She was in Seinfeld, Grey's Anatomy, Supernatural, Smallville. We've been watching Supernatural since that shit started. Like, back in 04, we, we got hooked to it, man. And uh, that show just got us, like, we got to see what happens, you know? It's like, but once they started fist-fighting angels, that's how that show, like, you know, they, they would see the demon, and the demon was, like, the ultimate fucking monster. They couldn't beat the fucking demon. And then it got to the point where they're just fucking fist-fighting demons, and, like, and then there's the same thing with the angels, they're fucking fist-fighting angels, and then they kill God's sister, well, they didn't kill her, but they, they fucking did the shit with God's sister, and it's like, how the fuck do you go on after defeating God's sister? Like, how the fuck can you, we haven't watched since then, but I know we'll binge-watch all that shit, it's just... That was a great show when it was just like going and doing all these different lore things and they were, you know, um, fighting fucking different monsters every week and then there was the overall demons and I mean the first four or five seasons of that show are pretty good. Um, there's a lot of guys crying and talking about their emotions which is okay I guess. I don't know, <laughs> that shit kind of gets on your nerves but uh fuck, dude, it's, it's a, like, made, designed, a show designed for chicks, it's got these two fucking muscular, good-looking dudes on there, you know, so you feel kind of, you know, unsecure about your emotional state watching this show anyway, but fuck it, it's a good show, watch it, uh, she was also in Smallville, uh, what do we got next, it's fucking tea day, so I'm gonna be all over the goddamn place today, okay, I mean, I am celebrating to the fullest, uh, we got Michael Shanks turning 48. He was Dr. Daniel Jackson in a bunch of different Stargate SG shit. I've never seen Stargate SG, but there was like, like movies and TV shows and all sorts of shit going on there. He was also in Mega Snake, the movie and TV show. So look at that. He's done all sorts of like B sci-fi shit. Uh, and he was in two Christmas movies. He was in Christmas Homecoming and Christmas Lodge. So look out for that. You're going to be watching Christmas movies all the rest of this month anyway. Look out for that shit. I've never even heard of these movies, but uh, you might see him in there. 
And then you'll have to look through the credits because I, I don't know what his name was in the part. Who do we got next? Uh, Stuart Townsend. Stuart Townsend, turning 46 today. This guy, like, I know I've heard his fucking name. It was a horrible picture. And Wikipedia doesn't tell you every movie these people are in. So I can't fucking... Like, I've heard this dude's name before, but I have no idea what the fuck I've seen him in. He was Dorian Gray in A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I didn't really like that movie. He was Monikin in Aeon Flux, which I think I saw, or I think I'm thinking of a movie that was just called Flux. I don't know. He was in more shit, too. Next up, we got Charlie Cox. I wonder if that's... uh. Or is it Rachel Cox in Friends? Is her real name, last name Cox? Or is that in the TV show? I don't know. I wonder if they're related. Um, he's 36. He plays Matt Murdock in Daredevil the TV show. So uh, he's Daredevil and Matt Murdock. Um, I don't, man, they got a whole bunch of DC and Marvel TV shows from these like like characters that might have been popular in the 50s, but I realistically don't think most people could give two shits about, like Daredevil. Uh, fuck, what kind of boring shit are we going to talk about with Daredevil? I don't know. If you're a Daredevil fan, fan, not fanned, um, more power to you. I hope you enjoyed your TV show, but uh, I think I've seen some of this TV show, and I'm not impressed, like The Shield and all this other shit. Gotham is the shit, though, you know, and it's, I mean, let's be real, my opinion matters, huh, it's the only one that fucking matters, so, Gotham's the shit, all the other superhero shows can go fuck off or whatever, I don't watch them, um, definitely gotta catch up on Gotham, though, man, that show is pretty good, that's another one where it's like, you know, it's kinda made towards women, I, maybe not, maybe not, it's got, like, a lot of, um, I don't know, maybe that's just pop culture. I don't know. Uh, who do we got next? Cam Camilla Ludington. See, I told you, my opinion matters because I can't spell or read worth a shit. Uh, she's 35 today. She played Laura Croft in Tomb Raider, uh, The Final Hours. And this said it was a TV show, so I don't know. She kind of looks like the girl that's in the preview for the new Tomb Raider movie. I never really cared for Tomb Raider. I, I think I saw the first one when my parents were watching it, but I uh, was never a huge Tomb Raider fan. She plays Dr. Josephine in Grey's Anatomy. She had a couple roles there. She was Zatanna in Justice League Dark. I heard they were making a movie about that. I don't know. They fucking DC changes what movies they're making of what characters, like, on a monthly level. It's crazy. But, uh... Whoa, that was some tea trying to come up. I got, like, foam in the back of my throat. Uh, it's getting some history today. 1791, the Virginia General Assembly ratified the U.S. Bill of Rights, making them law. Uh, 1914, the Mitsubishi Hajo coal mine in Japan had an, a gas explosion that killed 687 fucking people. That is a lot of people, man. Um, they should have like a, you know, we go over coal miner days all the day, all, or coal miners dying all the time. 
They should have like a coal miner remembrance day or some shit. I mean, that should be a thing. Uh, maybe it is, I don't know, but there is a lot of fucking coal miners that die. Miners in general. Um, yeah, those that mining lore, man, I like listener, looking into that shit. I know I'm going like totally out of fucking nowhere with this, but uh, you get into a lot of fae, like fairies and shit, when you get into the coal mining lore, you got all these different elves and fucking leprechauns and shit, that's pretty cool. My wife's got all the books, and I gotta look at something when I'm taking a shit, so. Uh, 1933, the 18th Amendment was repealed when the 21st Amendment came into effect, making the manufacture, sale, transport of alcohol illegal, so. There you go, we saw how well Prohibition did back then, let's keep it going forever and ever and ever. Uh, 1961, Adolf Eichmann was sentenced to death by an Israeli court. So there you go. 1970, the Venera 7 became the first aircraft to land on another planet when it landed on Venus. Now, I wonder what their definition of land is. Like, did it fucking spin around and rocket booster all the way down until it slowly came to a stop and then fucking, you know, land? Or did it just fucking shoot straight into Venus and fucking explode? I would really love to know. You gotta think, how many fucking miles away is Venus, right? This was 1970. Do you remember cell phones in 19... I mean, they. I don't even know if they had them in 1970. But, like, the first phones... Not even those saved by the bell cordless things they'd have to carry around in their backpack. They used to have those big ass like fucking box things. You know what I'm saying? It's like size of a car battery and you fucking pick up the phone and antennas on it and shit. You really think they had fucking enough, uh, enough frequency power to get to Venus to know that they fucking landed there? I, I'm just, Man, I don't think so. I don't fucking buy into that. I don't even know if we have enough now. Like, think about how you'd have to do that. You'd have to put, like, a satellite in orbit and then have, like, a stationary satellite somewhere, which I don't know how the fuck you would do that. But just keep doing it until you had enough fucking uh, satellites that could relay this information back to Earth. I mean, Venus is fucking... Like, god damn, that's like probably a hundred thousand? I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking shit again. I don't know how many miles Venus is. All I know is we can walk around in the desert here and not have cell phone fucking reception. You think they made it all the way to goddamn Venus in 1970? Go fuck yourself. No way. Uh, 1917. No, 1997. That's a big difference. Flight... 3183 crashed, killing 85 people. That's your only plane crash of the day. Uh, so have a safe flight to see your grandma this Christmas. In 2000, the third reactor at Chernobyl was successfully shut down. So I don't know how many reactors they had at Chernobyl, but uh, I'm pretty sure we can't go back there still to this day. Uh, I watched that movie in Halloween, and that thing actually got 
pretty bad reviews from what I saw. I thought it was a fucking good movie, man. Um, you know, Blair Witch, they've done all this, like, found footage type shit, and this one was, like, a found footage type movie, and I, th I thought it was done pretty good. I mean, it wasn't the fucking goddamn blockbuster of the year or anything, but uh, for being a low-budget movie, it was pretty good. So check out Chernobyl Diaries. That movie's pretty good. And uh, you can watch these ghost-type stories, you know, at Christmas, because that was a Christmas celebration for a long time. We're in the dark time of the year, dude. We're staying inside, and we're reminding ourselves that out there is fucking scary. There's ghosts and demons and monsters, and they're gonna eat us. It's the whole point of this celebration. So fucking watch some scary movies. And the Chernobyl Diaries was a pretty good one. Uh, 2010, 48 asylum seekers died when a boat carrying 90 of them crashed into the rocks off of Christmas Island, right around Christmas time, uh, in Australia. That's not funny. People died. I shouldn't have fucking laughed there. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know Christmas Island. Fucking, so dumb I am. That's probably like, does that have something to do with Darwin or something? I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to check into that Christmas Island, or is it the is it the island where all the lost toys go that are broken, and they got the magical lion that fucking watches over them? That's maybe that's Christmas Island. I, I'm getting fucking history switched up here. You guys remember watching that Rudolph movie from like 1950? I used to watch that shit when I was a kid. I don't even think my fucking toddler would stand to watch that shit now. I don't know. We still sell all the action. Like, that's a big part of Christmas, man. That shit gets advertised everywhere. That was probably, like, a huge turning point there. <clears throat> um, okay, that does it for the history today. Oh, no, it doesn't. In 2017, the Java Island earthquake killed four people and injured 36. There were 200 people left homeless from that earthquake. So, Okay, now, today we're getting into... I fucking... I tried to look at the news and think of shit to talk about today, guys. This one's a stretch. Today is just a day... I really didn't even want to fucking do a podcast. You know, it's pretty hard doing this shit every fucking day. I mean, but uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. So I came up with some bullshit to talk about. And you guys are going to sit there and enjoy it. Or work, whatever you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, what do we got? Today we're talking about Christmas presents and celebration. So, um, like just celebrating Christmas. You got to think like a hundred years ago, right? Even just a hundred years ago. Hell, fucking like 60, 70 years ago. One of the biggest parts of the holiday, of any holiday for that matter was like the feasting aspect of the holiday right like everyone looked forward to having whether it was like a turkey dinner or a ham dinner you had this huge fucking dinner there would be drinks you had like two different types of desserts that shit alone was memorable right but now we live in a day where you can go get like a number five at del taco with a milkshake and then uh, go to the Home Depot afterwards and buy a candy bar and a five-hour energy and you're good to go. Like, it's just, 
it's a totally different world today. Like, you can have a full-blown Thanksgiving dinner on fucking Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not as special as it used to be. That's, that's why we went to the fucking movies this Thanksgiving. First off, we're, we're vegans. We don't eat all the turkey and everything. But, uh, we, we've been having these fishless fish fillets and then the, the fucking stuffing and mashed potatoes and corn and, uh, sweet potatoes with the marshmallows cooked into them and shit like that. But shit, we have that shit at least once a month now. There's nothing fucking special about it. We like it. It's affordable. We buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, even if you wanted to have lobster, you could do that shit every month. You know what I'm saying? Once a month. That, uh, when I used to steal liquor from the, uh, grocery stores, I actually did that twice where I got a lobster, I had them steam it, and then I just walked out of the store with it. Uh, it's pretty bad, but, uh, yeah, I did it twice with lobster. I used to do it with cheese on like a daily basis because we didn't have food. You know what I'm saying? Like, we would, I would get $2 a day when I was still in high school to buy my lunch, and I spent that on cigarettes, and then, like, after I dropped out of high school, like, I worked once a, once a week, and, you know, that bought alcohol and cigarettes and pot, but, uh, so, yeah, I'd steal that cheese. One time, um, I had the alarms go off. My wife got, a uh, one of the full packs of donuts, and I walked out of there with like a fucking five, seven pound steak. And that thing had one of the beepers in it set off the alarms and we had to run. Uh, we used to take those chicken meals all the time. That was like once a week where you'd go up there and get your chicken meal and then just walk out of the store with it. Uh, bad kids. That's fucking horrible. If your kids today don't do that shit. But uh, even those chicken meals, dude, that's like a full-blown Thanksgiving dinner. And you can just buy... I mean, when I was... When I was first working and, like, first had my youngest kid, my wife was pregnant with him, um, I used to buy a full-blown chicken dinner and a box of beer for myself every day. I would eat the fucking... as much of it as I could during the night, and then I would save the rest for fucking, uh, fucking work the next day, and breakfast and shit, and, I mean, that's, that's like a full-blown 60, 70 years ago, that would have been like a blessing, you know, that was something you celebrated, and nowadays, it's, it's cheaper to buy a goddamn already cooked uh, chicken dinner with potatoes and macaroni salad, than it is to fucking make something. It's like, it's so affordable to buy that. I don't know, it's crazy. Like, it's just a different, you know, a totally different world. We don't get as excited about the feasts. I mean, maybe, I'm not talking for everyone, you know, some people probably do, and they probably only have, like, this one thing once, uh, you know, once on Christmas, and, but I still don't think it is as exciting as it was a hundred years ago. You know what I'm saying? Where they were eating like fucking um, broths and like just crappy food. They didn't eat meat every day even. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was a day of feasting. And now it's, 
I mean, every day, shit, even Top Ramen, like, they would have been fucking happy to be able to eat Top Ramen every day whenever the fuck they wanted for 20 cents, you know what I'm saying? It's just a crazy thing. But the same thing, I think, has kind of happened with gift giving, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, a hundred years ago, it was a lot about the feast, and even all the way back to Saturnalia, you know, they gave gifts and shit, but it, like one or two, you know what I'm saying? Like, you felt super blessed for getting a gift, but, uh, yeah, I mean, nowadays, you have everything at your disposal. You can sit on the toilet taking a shit, and you can buy whatever you want. You can have something sent to your fucking mom for Christmas and anything, anything you can think of. So like even the thought, like when I was a teenager, even you had to drive around like to all the stores to find something unique or something. Nowadays, you can be sitting on the toilet and find something way more unique than you would ever have been able to find, you know, 10 years ago. It's crazy. It's, it's a totally different world and fuck they can even gift wrap it for you right off of amazon you're sitting on the toilet before you're wiping your ass you have something gift wrapped on its way to your mom's house it'll be there in two days like you didn't have to put any thought or anything into it it's just i think it's different because we buy shit for ourselves at a way more frequent level too it's like if you want something you can buy it for yourself, and that's the shit you want, you know what I'm saying, so, I don't know, these types of things, it's not killing the holiday, but I think it kind of, you know, my kids don't care about Christmas anywhere near the amount I cared about Christmas, when I was a kid, I used to love the fucking lights, I like going to the, the grocery store, and like, the dude would be out there dressed up like Santa Claus or he'd be in his Halloween costume and he would give you holiday cookies. You know what I'm saying? At school, you would go and you would, I mean, you'd, you'd color fucking pictures of Santa Claus or it would be on the, on your crossword puzzle for homework. Like you typically did less shit at school during Christmas time. You got longer off. They only give my kids a week for fucking Christmas. Um... It's just all that shit is kind of not killing the holiday, but I've noticed that even my kids' friends, they don't care about the lights aren't that cool, the fucking TV shows, they would rather play their video games, they don't want to watch Christmas movies, you know, they don't, uh, they don't really care about any of the shit that we do when we celebrate Christmas, um... And yeah, it's just weird. It's like gift cards, too. Gift cards have gotten super popular. And it's like if I got you a $100 gift card to Walmart and you got me a $100 gift card to Target, why wouldn't we just not get each other anything and we could spend our money uh, wherever the fuck we wanted? You know, it's, it's, it's a weird thing. But it's also going very digital now, you know? Like when, when I was a kid, I'd get a VHS and you could wrap the VHS and open it, but nowadays everything's virtual, you know what I'm saying, like you buy that shit off of, off of Amazon, video games, it's like, why, why would you even buy the disc anymore when it has a chance of getting scratched, when you can just direct download it, 
Um, for the same amount of money, you didn't have to go to a store. It's just direct downloaded. An audio book or like a Kindle book, it's just buy it right there. It's a digital download. It's crazy. Like how long... How long does the holiday last when all of these traditions are kind of going away? I mean, it's not like anything we can control. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just the way the world is going now. Like all of this stuff that we used to think was this great thing we can celebrate is kind of, you know, it's being... It's being made anew, you know? There's just different ways of doing it. And that is where I, uh, hold on, let me figure out if I got anything else I wanted to talk about here. Okay, hold on. Okay, I got back to my place, and this is going to be a rough segue into something I should have talked about a little while ago. I still try to build or make my family something. So, like, once, one thing a year, I'll make them, like, uh, my son... When he went to the Leftover Crack concert, I made him his little punk vest. He was really into it, and he had his mohawk and everything, and I sewed a whole bunch of patches on I made my wife one. I made her furniture and other shit. You know, I mean, it's just little shit, but uh, it's trying to keep, trying to keep some of that alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the only time I make you guys shit. Uh, it's just something that's a little bit more special. And, uh, yeah, I think you can do that with anything. You know what I'm saying? If you're good at drawing, you can draw your family something. Or, like, put is like if you're putting a lot of time into something, then, then they kind of see the gesture that you put a lot of time into something. And I think that's still a good practice we can kind of keep going forever you know what I'm saying like you can always make somebody something or like clean the house for them or fucking whatever you can do you can do it um but uh with all this virtual digital downloading shit I got a money making scheme that I will never do and I'm pretty sure it's not around. So if you've listened to 35 minutes of me already talking, I'm giving you, I am gifting you this idea for Christmas. But if you can make an app that was like, like a cover app, right? Where you bought your kids a whole bunch of digital downloads and shit, and then they had to like press a button to open it, or maybe do like a puzzle or something, and then that would show them what you got them for Christmas, whether it's a game or an audio book or a movie or some, some shit, you know, even like a gift card to Google Play or Amazon or something. Like, if you could make an app that, like, everyone who was going to get you a present could just sign in to this, um, I don't know how they would sign in, right? I don't know how apps work, but... Where they could send you the fucking present, right? So they they uh, transfer the gift card or the movie or whatever to you. And then they have an option where you can pick, like, do you want it a puzzle? Do you want this big, like, blowing up Christmas package gif? Or, like, this little short animation? Or something to where it's not just like, here, I got you $80 to Google Play. You know what I'm saying? So it's still like 
you're getting a present. It's not just like you're getting $80 to Google Play. There's still like an, an additional step to that. And maybe most people don't give a flying fuck about that. Um, I know I love watching my kids open presents. I've never really liked getting presents. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of an awkward thing where you're sitting there and somebody's watching you and you're fucking opening something up. That's weird to me. I got my own social anxiety problems, but, uh, yeah, like getting my kids shit and seeing them happy. And I think that's for everybody. Like that's the biggest part of Christmas. We start buying their shit like way. I mean, I, I bought them some of this magic shit as stocking stuffers in January. So, I mean, it's something I fucking, like, have in my head all the time. If I see something, like, I got them Leathermans halfway through the year that were on sale, um, and we just get shit like that. So, I know that's not for everyone. I know a lot of people could give two flying shits less about Christmas. I know a lot of people think it's just, like, a commercial bullshit, but, uh, I feel good, you know, making my kids happy and getting them the shit and it's just more of a worry of me is like every year it's like video games we don't buy the discs anymore because my kids scratch the discs to shit so it's like what do you do it's like hey i'm gonna buy you that game you know christmas morning you're sitting around the tree and it's like hey let me log on to your account i'm gonna buy you these three games and there you go merry christmas it's just not as appealing. I don't know. I think if you could make that app or you could work with someone to make that app, uh, I think that shit would do good. And maybe it already exists, but I've never seen it. So there you go. That's my little entrepreneurial tip from the day um, from a guy who is poor <laughs> and never really made an entrepreneurial thing work to where I don't have to fucking work anymore. But uh, I keep trying, dude. I've been at this shit since like 2010. I started listening to all that fucking uh, Pat Flynn's and Entrepreneur on Fires and all those other people that write all these books and shit. And I went down that rabbit hole. Save yourself that rabbit hole. Okay, don't go down that rabbit hole. Those people are trying to sell you making money online, but they're just making, the only reason they've made money online and are successful is because they're selling the idea to someone else. Um, if you want to check out someone who's going to show you like really how to do it, you're going to have to pay for it, right? I, I did this dude King Human and it's, it's kind of a scheme, dude. Like he's definitely selling you on how to make money online and he gives you he does a free YouTube thing where he gives you little bits and pieces it's not the full picture uh, but if you do join his fucking I don't even remember what it was called is King Human Elite I think it's like 15 bucks a month I did it and then you cancel you know after you watched all the shit you know fuck keep paying that guy. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I loved YouTube when it was just free advice and free how to's. And now it's just, you know, pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me. But, uh, yeah, maybe I'll start doing all the shit he taught for free on fucking line. You know what I'm saying? He'll probably sue me if I do that now. But, uh, he does have some good 
good advice. He shows you the steps on how to do it, and it's only like $15. You do it for a month, learn as much as you can, and go a certain direction. Don't try to do everything. Go a certain direction. It's all going to take time. You know what I'm saying? It's all going to take time, but we've made some money off of it, and uh, it's. I think everyone should be trying to start their own fucking business or something. All my friends are anarchists. Most of my friends are anarchists. I've never really bought into the anarchy bullshit. If if I was, I would believe in anarcho-capitalism. But even that shit, like, I, I just don't believe in any systems. I'm like fucking agnostic towards everything, but I believe capitalism is the number one way people should live. I don't believe in corporate capitalism. I don't believe that Walmart should be able to open a store in every fucking city in the world. I think that shit should be limited, and that needs a government. So, I mean, I, I believe that, but I honestly, communism, it's like, you're going to pay me the same whether I do as much as I can or I do fucking nothing. Like, I get the same amount of shit. Communism stops people from wanting to succeed. That stops progress. Like, if you're in a communistic society, you can't pull ahead. And right now they've got the tax structure here fucking so you don't want to pull ahead because when you start making a little bit more money, you're actually making less money at the end of the year. I've been dealing with this shit. Drives me fucking crazy for fucking ever, man, I don't know, but I think everyone should try to start at least some side form of income, and, uh, you know, if you can work into working for yourself, fuck going to work for Walmart, or some fucking factory, I've went to work at factories where you have to get a hand scan to get in the building, and they have a security guard every week that walks around and randomly drug tests someone, you gotta scan a card to go take a piss to get into the bathroom, Fuck that. Find a job where it's not a corporate bullshit and they don't care about you. You, It's your life, dude. And we've let them build this corporate structure. Fuck that. Fuck the corporate structure. Fuck their system. You need to do something for yourself. And, uh, you know, another good one is Side Hustle. It's got a lot of this internet shit and he doesn't really tell you anything about how to start these businesses. But, uh... It's a good way to get some ideas. It's a 10 minute long podcast every morning and uh, he does it seven days a week and it's just interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not going to start, you might not even start a business, but it does give you like, it like gives you, it gets you out there and makes you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, so even if you don't learn how to do it, you're still getting that encouragement to go out and Do something for yourself. And that's what I want every one of my listeners to do is just fucking start your own life, man. I mean, I've been trying this shit for fucking goddamn like 18 years now. I mean, since I was, I don't, I'm all the way back to fucking when I was a teenager. I used to give people tattoos for beer money. I've always had this idea where I don't want to fucking work for someone. I don't like I don't like people telling me what to do. You know what I'm saying? I don't like people telling me what to do. And it's not that I'm like 
some rebellious guy now that I'm older. I just don't, I, some people need that, you know, some people need a structure, whether it's religion, the military, the government, whatever, they need that. And I understand that. That's why I don't buy into the anarchy bullshit is because not everybody would like anarchy and you're just forcing everyone else to live the way you're living. So therefore the, the whole theory of it is just bullshit. I mean, it's fucking bullshit. But I do believe that if you want to live your own life, you should be able to fucking live your own life and not have to pay taxes on your third goddamn job. Like you're the one going out and trying harder and working harder and then your tax bracket raises up. So now you're actually that third job you got isn't paying shit and that's fucking bullshit. They should only be able to tax you on one goddamn income and the rest is all yours. You're the one doing it. They're not doing it. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not a uh, genius on how you should fucking uh, run 7.8 billion people on this planet. I don't think it's possible any way you look at it, but, um, yeah, go out and fucking get your own shit going, get your own side hustle, it can be anything, dude, you can write books, ebooks, you can write children's books, uh, you can make little cartoons until enough people are fucking watching it where you're getting paid to make cartoons, start one of these shitty podcasts, go to Anchor do a good job, it's all free, it'll get you going, they even have ways where I could get sponsors and ask for money from my listeners, go out and do something, start a physical company, you know, get a, a fucking trailer and make a make a little roach coach that you can drive around making food if that's what you like, start a lawn care, a handyman business, a painting company, start something, but don't let the fucking corporations suck your goddamn soul because that's just, that I drives me crazy, man. I can't do it. I will not do it anymore. We That's why we manage these properties. I don't like being a property manager. I don't like telling people what to do. But the past couple places we've been at, we've had so little interaction with the owners and the bosses that I don't have to. I've never fucking written anyone up at this apartment complex. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like doing that, but I, I get to do my schedule whenever the fuck I want. I get to go to work and do whatever I want whenever I want. It's the same with the bike building place. Um, I get, I can show, I've shown up to Walmart at one in the morning and worked until six at the morning. If I wanted to go to work and work for two hours, I could. If I wanted to go to work and work for 15 hours, I could, if they had enough bikes, um, but yeah, find something like that for yourself, something where there's no goddamn bosses, so, um, and don't pay people, that's my last word of advice for your Christmas present, don't pay people online for bullshit, you know what I'm saying, don't do this entrepreneur on fire guys shit because I've wasted a lot of money doing this shit too and I don't I think that's bullshit I think there should be people they're training people to sell people on how to make money online it's crap and I know there's probably going to be a whole bunch of people 
that want to defend that and uh, come bitch, bitch at me. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at scotthay86. I love your negative comment. Please like, subscribe, and uh, share. Share it. That's the most important thing. Just share the fucking podcast. Don't do any of the other stuff. But if you do do the other stuff, fucking write me a review on the whatever platform you're listening to, too. And I will be back tomorrow, hopefully not with a 50-minute video about nothing, but that's what you get when you listen to the Scott's Morning Show. So have a good day. Goodbye.